0: Hi, everyone. Dan Cassidy here. Welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. Today, we will reflect on the week that was and what a busy week it was, spanning the Fed meeting to several key data point releases. So we're fortunate to have with us this morning, Brian Rose, to break it all down for us, speak to the market response, and preview what we can expect in the week ahead. Brian Rose is the Senior Economist for the Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. So Brian, good morning. Good morning to you, happy Friday, and looking forward to digging into some of these topics with you today.
1: Thanks, Dan. Good morning, everyone.
0: So, Brian, to get things started, reflecting back on the week that was, perhaps the marquee event was the two-day Fed policy meeting. I know on Wednesday we did receive the Fed statement. We did hear from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. So, can you spend a few moments walking our listeners through your takeaways, reflections, what jumped out from the statement, Fed Chair Jerome Powell's remarks, as well as the market response that we witnessed?
1: So the FOMC statement was basically unchanged. They updated the language about the recent economic trends, but that's it. Absolutely not a a single word changed in terms of the forward guidance. And uh, Powell's news conference also really did not break new ground. They're repeating a lot of the same language that uh, he's used in the past. And the reaction was limited. So you did, did not see much market reaction after after Powell's press conference, but later uh, in overnight trading in, in Asia, you saw you started to see much uh, much stronger reaction and the bond yields going up. So it seems markets are you know afraid that uh, the Fed may succeed uh, in, in its quest to uh, you know eventually raise interest rates. So. You see the market pricing in now quite a lot of uh, interest rate hikes from the Fed in, in the, the later years. And, uh, you know, that, that, again, I'd say is, is um, not really a direct reaction to, to uh, anything Powell said. I think it's a more general concern or uh, you know, forecast as to what, what will happen in, in the years
0: ahead. Okay, so it sounds like, reflecting back on the statement, not many surprises, but a word in particular that has been gaining a lot of attention, that word being inflation. So, Brian, what exactly is the Fed's stance on inflation? And given the recent stimulus package, that $1.9 trillion bill, are you concerned about inflation near to medium term?
1: The Fed is, uh, has a, you know, a very unusual um, you know, goal which is they want inflation to actually overshoot their, their 2% target. And uh, the reason for that is inflation has been below the target for, for most of the last uh, couple of decades. And they, they want inflation to average around 2%, which means that it should be above 2% for, for a while. And that's why when you you look at what the Fed's forecasting, so uh, they gave us updated economic forecasts uh, this time, and uh, at the end of their forecast horizon, which is the end of 2023, they're looking for a three and a half percent unemployment rate, which is below their estimate of what the longer run unemployment rate will be, and they have the uh, core PC inflation, the inflation measure they focus on the most, they have that at 2.1%, so above the target. So despite that combination, so you have above-target inflation, uh, in some sense below-target unemployment rate, they're still saying they won't hike rates in 2023, whereas normally you'd think under those economic circumstances the, the Fed funds rate would might be 2.5%. Instead, they're saying we, we're going to keep it at zero, so that is, uh, you know, the Fed's stance on inflation. Basically, they want inflation to go over the target. They're willing to run the economy hot and uh, try to have, uh, you know, inflation over over the target uh, for a, a while. And uh, importantly, the the Powell uh, has said, and he repeated it this time, that they're not going to react if there's an inflation overshoot. So, uh, you know, they know base effects will push up for the inflation rate over the next couple of months. Also, we, um, we may just have very strong demand pushing up inflation, but they're sort of promising not to have a knee-jerk reaction. If, if we do see inflation in the short run.
0: So, Brian, can you spend a few moments just expanding on, and this might serve as a good refresher for our listeners, the factors that might result in an inflation jump over the next few months, the balance of 2021, and even into 2022?
1: Just over the next couple of months, uh, there's the, the base effect. You, you know, last year, March, April, the economy was in lockdown. There were big drops in uh, the... in inflation or in prices so in year-over-year terms when we get to this april there's going to be a big rise it'll look like you know inflation is rising quickly something like two and a half percent on core pce inflation and then uh, you know just looking a little bit further ahead as the economy reopens we expect to see pent-up demand released and it's not clear if we have the supply needed to meet the the demand we're already seeing this in uh you know in some in some items Uh, you see a lot of supply side bottlenecks where uh, say especially in the manufacturing sector they simply cannot produce enough goods to meet the demand and we may see this on the service side from here so many people wanting to go in restaurants that uh, all the seats are filled or people wanting to fly so that all the airplane the seats are filled. And, um, you know, that could put upward pressure on prices uh, in in the near term. But again, what the, the Fed is saying is we're going to ignore all that because we think that's going to be transitory. And, uh, you know, eventually inflation will go back down.
0: Well, thank you, Brian, for those insights. The inflation story sounds like one that will remain with us for quite some time and something that we can continue to track and perhaps follow up on. I do want to pivot a bit away from the Fed meeting. Any other macro data points of interest from this past week that you can recap for us? Yeah, there were a
1: couple of key indicators. One was retail sales for February, which was weaker than expected, down 3% month a month. But the January data was revised higher to 7.6% month on month. So it was up more than 7% in January when the stimulus checks went out and then fell back 3%. And, uh, you know, so still, uh, not that bad. And, uh, industrial reduction was uh, a lot weaker than expected. The manufacturing output, just the pure, you know, amount of stuff coming out of the factories was down 3% month on month. And, uh, Well, both this and the retail sales data suggest a bigger than expected impact from the bad weather we had in February. Remember, you know, especially Texas, they lost uh, electric power for a while in February. So uh, in sort of a similar story, housing starts down around 10 percent month on month in in February, especially weak in in the south. So, So some bad weather affected the data for February. But. You know, we don't think that means much uh, in terms of the underlying trends.
0: Thank you for that, Brian. So at this point, maybe we can transition outside of this current week, look ahead to the week ahead. What will be taking place next week, Brian, that you will be keeping an eye on?
1: Okay, so I think the market will pay a lot of attention to what the Fed speakers say. So you have uh, a lot of the FOMC members are scheduled to have public appearances and interesting that uh, Fed Chair Powell and uh, now Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen will appear together. Uh, They they are testifying in front of Congress about the CARES Act. This is uh, in the law. They have to, every every quarter, they're going to testify. So it would be really interesting to see the two of them uh, together. And then we do have some key data. Uh, We get durable goods orders for February. And within that, I focus on the core capital goods orders, which... Are a leading indicator of capex or business investment. Uh, those are at a record high, and we'll see if they go up uh, further. And we also get personal income and spending for February. So I just mentioned retail sales were down in February. Personal spending is a broader measure uh, of of consumption, and uh, so we'll see. You know, what does uh, you know what did people actually spend in February? It'll also be interesting to to watch the income side. And you know, We have the stimulus checks in January and not in February, so there'll be a big drop in uh, income. Uh, but even so, it's, we're, we're watching how much are people' savings because uh, you know our expectation is as the economy reopens, reopens, all of that uh, savings that people did, uh, you know, since the pandemic started will start to come out and you'll see very strong consumer demand.
0: Quite a few points of interest next week to look forward to. Brian, very productive conversation this morning. Thank you for recapping what was a very busy week, providing some reflections on the Fed policy meeting. Thank you again for your time, Brian. Hope you have a nice weekend. Okay, you too. Take care. Thank you, Brian. And again, today we have been joined by Brian Rose, senior economist for the Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. As a reminder to our clients and listeners, the UBS Chief Investment Office does author a variety of publications and blogs that touch on timely market developments, asset classes, and portfolio allocation. These resources can be located up on ubs.com forward slash cio, including a recent blog. From Brian Rose, which in part ties into this morning's conversation, FOMC, Waiting for Further Progress. So for clients of UBS, you can always contact your financial advisor if you would like to receive a copy of that blog directly or learn more about the topics covered on today's podcast. Top of the Morning is part of the UBS Market Moves podcast channel, which is available where podcasts are found, including on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Pandora. Visit UBS.com forward slash studio